This is the Magazine Publishing Podcast, Episode 1, with Jona Nudinen and Jarko Laine. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Magazine Publishing Podcast. My name is Jona Nudinen and my co-host is Jarko Laine. Hello. In this podcast, we will explore the ever-changing world of magazine publishing, where it is today and where it's headed. We will do this by interviewing people who work on magazines and related fields. And we will experiment ourselves and share what we learn. So Jarko, you founded Bread Magazine in 2012. This first episode is going to be about Bread Magazine. Tell us more about Bread. Yeah, uh, Bread Magazine is a magazine for uh, people who love bread. And mostly people who make bread as well. Uh, currently, we call, we describe it as a magazine with a mission for connecting people through bread, because bread is um, has been used a lot as a as a tool for connection in the past, in, in throughout our history. Mm-hmm. Since the <coughs> first people started making bread, most likely by accident, mm-hmm. they mixed dough and they baked a loaf, and then they shared it with their family or the tribe they live in. So already there they made a connection. Okay. And then bread is also like it's one something that grows that well the grain grows from the ground, then we grind it, we make <coughs> use the craft of bread making to mm-hmm. make a loaf of bread. Yeah, so it, it's and a collaboration it's, from the start. Yeah, it's a connection to the ground and it, it's a collaboration between the farmer, mm-hmm. the uh, the miller yeah and the baker and then also the people who eat the bread okay. it's like it's it's a it's like life in a life in a compact package okay. as a whole and and we feel that it's kind of like this kind of um tool for keeping people together like it makes sense to bake bread yeah it it uh, and it also connects you to yourself it sounds all fancy and, and stuff but yeah but uh at the core, it's it's a magazine, mostly for peop- for this kind of uh, global. Um, how would you say global tribe or community of people who love bread making? Okay. We make there's people from all over the world who who connect through the internet to share their experiences about baking bread, using sourdough, mm-hmm. milling their milling their own flour, yeah, all kinds of experiments. And, and yeah, also in, in a way, Bread Magazine is an experiment. It's something mm-hmm. I, I wanted to see if I can if I can make a magazine by by myself at at, at first. Yeah. So I just started. I, I found this passion for bread myself. I started baking in 2009, I think, and then a few years later, I I put up put together like this first issue of the magazine. Published yeah. it online, so it's an online magazine. Uh, mostly published as PDF, PDF downloads now. So what happened after the after the first issue of Bread Magazine? Yeah, that's interesting. Like the first issue was actually free, so I just yeah. published it out there. I th- I put I wrote a blog post about it mm-hmm. on this website for for bread bread makers mm-hmm. called the fresh, the fresh Loaf. Okay. And there it was already like well received in, in the first everyone from there. Or a lot okay. of people from there came came to download the, the first issue, yeah. and 
and they were excited. It was something something new in the world of bread. Like there has been blogs about bread, mm-hmm. and there there still are. Some have have uh, uh, folded, others have mm-hmm. come come in, in their place. Yeah. And but I think, and of course there are also these like trade publications. Like uh, every, yeah. in every okay. country, there's a magazine for the professional bakers. Okay. In Finland, there's this Leipurilehti, which I also like subscribe to myself. Mm-hmm. But it's a different different focus. It's like a wider spectrum of topics, maybe. Yeah, and it's also like a, a lot of lot of it is about um, the business of of selling bread. Uh huh. Okay. And how to how to stay in business and and like this kind of so un- union magazine kind of thing. Okay, so you focus more on the actual bread making and the. the like community thing that's yeah we we, we go for the sort of a wider i guess it's maybe not maybe not wider mm-hmm. but it's like more more towards the the amateur mm-hmm. and more towards yeah, the yeah. Uh, okay. small like, scale like home bakers baker. home bakers artisan bakers who are okay like there are lots of people who have have come to bread through something something else like in their a older age they started okay to wish for like something real Say there's some someone who has been ba- uh, working in, for example, law, yeah. or in business, uh-huh. and then they start thinking, okay, let's, I need to do something with my hands, and I want to do, like, okay. go back to the yeah. real things, and then they go, they find bread, and like, okay, they find the community of like how they can sell bread to their neighbors, their friends, and the okay. local local community, and they yeah. they sort of come alive. So it's a spiritual experience, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not just making bread. <laughs> yeah, it's funny uh, because for me, when I started, I actually didn't think about all of that so much. Yeah, yeah. It was like a way for me to do something uh, with mm-hmm. write with with writing mm-hmm. and bread, putting them together. Yeah, okay. But as I had been like making this magazine and being in touch with people. Mm-hmm. From all around, all around the world, the readers, yeah. subscribers, people I interview, mm-hmm. also my collaborators there. <clears throat> yeah. it, I have found this this spiritual level there as well, and like mm-hmm. going deeper there all the time. Like because all of these bakers, or many of them, yeah. Yeah. who we are interested in, yeah. are there's something special about them. They have they have decided to bake bread because mm-hmm. of it. It's not like they picked up a job like after school. They didn't mm-hmm. know what to do and they went to baking. Mm-hmm. But most most of these people are people who, for some reason, it yeah. could be a family history, mm-hmm. or it could be like as I told about these people who find find bread in later in life. Mm-hmm. But there's this kind of personal decision. I want to bake bread. Okay. And it's I guess it's these people we are writing for and about. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's a very conscious decision. Yeah, for yeah, conscious decision to bake bread and mm-hmm. and and yeah, like change so. the world through it, I guess. So, what do you get yourself out of baking bread? For me, it's a it's a way of finding peace. I think. Okay. In a way, it doesn't always work that way. But when at, at best, when I, when I really put myself into it. Because the slow, I use sourdough, sourdough fermentation, mm-hmm. which is this kind of natural collaboration of bacteria, lactic, mm-hmm. lactic acid, acid bacteria and yeasts you find yeah. in nature. Yeah. Uh, by just mixing flour and water. 
Mm. And then when I mix the dough, I, I put put in more flour, more water, mm-hmm. some salt. Yeah, it's a really basic ingredients. Yeah, but there's some kind of magic that happens because of the I think fifth, fifth in- ingredient, which is time. Yeah, okay. so you kind of like give it give it time yeah. to to ferment. Yeah, and and it takes its time. You don't you can rush it mm-hmm. uh, with yeast. That's what regular big bakeries do. Yeah, okay. they put yeast in, mm-hmm. and then they increase the, the temperature. Yeah. So it goes to like these yeast optimal temperature, thirty okay. six, th- seven or so, yeah. where it goes quite fast. Mm. But in in sourdough baking, we go the other way. Mm. We try to slow it down as much as we can. Oh, okay. And then it, it develops all kinds of new flavors. Okay. It, it becomes much more much more interesting, mm. and the texture is is different. And yeah. it's actu- actually it's it's better for your health as well. Like if uh, how. Like if you've heard in these days, there's lots of talk about gluten and like mm. how it's hard to digest for some people, and they yeah, have, yeah. have these issues with um, gut um, gut issues. Mm-hmm. And and there are many many recent studies showing that actually sourdough bread mm. is better in that sense. In that really? sense, because uh, what happens in the during the time, there are many enzymes mm. also playing that mm. come from the flour. Okay. And they are breaking breaking it and pre-digesting sort of the flour. Wow. Making it easier for you to absorb the nutrient nutrient nutrients. Yeah, yeah. From the from the flour and and make it. And actually I think there is also like some new vitamins coming in from the fermentation itself. Wow. That are not not like in a in a grain you don't get them. Or at least your yeah. body cannot like absorb it. Okay. So it's uh it's a healthier thing. So how long does it take for the bread to get to that point? Like, actually, I'm not sure what's what's like the minimum time okay. for these health benefits. Yeah. But normally, like, if you have an active sourdough starter, mm-hmm. you can make make a good loaf of bread mm. in in a day. Like starting from in the morning, mixing the dough, it take a few hours mm-hmm. to do the first first fermentation, so the dough is rising. Yeah. And then you mix it, and then you shape the breads, like let's say five hours later, mm-hmm. and give them a few hours, maybe two, two hours. Yeah. And then you bake them, so it can be like a seven, eight hour thing that, in that way. Mm-hmm. You can speed it up by uh, taking the dough in a warmer place. Okay. And you can slow it down by cooling it down. Mm-hmm. So you play with with temperature, mate, mostly. Mm, okay. And then you can like create different mm-hmm. flavors and. And, and yeah, try longer fermentations and, and shorter ones. And, hmm. and you can actually do that also with yeast. If you use like normal yeast, so you can make hmm. bread with just a small amount of yeast instead okay. of putting like the whole whole cube or mm, whole, yeah, whole yeah, package yeah. Of, okay. Okay. of yeast. And then then you can also slow it down uh, by putting the dough or the loaves in the, in the fridge, yeah. that kind of thing. And you get some of the benefits that way as well. Okay. So it's not just sourdough. Sourdough adds like extra steps mm. there as well, like making it even more digestible, but and more flavorful. Okay, actually, which is important important for me. Like, I have never had any issues with with eating bread myself. Mm. So for me, it, it's like it's more. It's been more about this spiritual feeling of mixing the dough and actually being able to do it. Like, I'm really curious by nature. I want to try if I can do something and mm. 
and then I want to do it myself. And there's a lot of this do-it-yourself kind of mentality also involved. And yeah, that, that seems to be a big part of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Like being able to bake bread and and to give some, to get some really exciting results out of it. I like experimenting a lot. Yeah, it's it's always like seeing what comes out of mm-hmm. something you made, yeah. and you get the feedback quite fast. Yeah, compared to the other stuff we do in bread making, it's mm. well, it's it's a it's a day or two. Yeah, okay. But then you anyway you get it. Yeah, you see if you, if the loaf was good or not, and then you can do it again. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Now let's go back to the beginning of Bread Magazine. Um, what other like software alternatives did, did you have when you started making the magazine, and w- what was your process of like choosing the right publishing pa- platform, and how? Why did you go indie in the first place? I mean, Great question. Uh, yeah, if I look at think back to five years ago when we started um, or I started alone at that time um, I was really inspired by the writing of, of uh, Thom Chambers mm-hmm. a guy who was writing this kind of indie magazine himself in mm-hmm. three houses was, was this magazine's name Okay, it was about doing your own thing and uh, okay. some marketing some stuff about basically work how to work well and okay anyway like get doing your your thing and at some point he started talking about micro publishing which was like this kind of really small form of indie publishing where just one guy or a, or a, or a small team hmm. would gather together to make make something like unique for a small group of people hmm. or this kind of niche niche of um, focused um, people interested in something that in the past wasn't possible to reach. Okay. Like, I couldn't make a magazine in Finland yeah. with the focus I have it with bread. Right. Because that would be... The, the group of people who would be buying that magazine would, would just be so small. Yeah. And even the whole community of bread makers, how we define them, like these people who, have, who choose to make bread, mm. who are passionate about it, even that group of people, it wouldn't be as connected as it is today without the internet. Mm-hmm. And like, and I think that's that's yeah. sort of what we, we tapped into. Like, thanks to the internet, it's now possible to reach people from mm-hmm. everywhere. So you can talk to, you can write something, and it can be read in, in mm-hmm. uh, Spain, yeah, U.S., India, like yeah, everywhere, and and so. that creates new opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we started. It was small. Basically, I made the PDF first. I hadn't no idea about how to market it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just made the pdf like to see if i can make a magazine yeah and yeah. that that turned out to be the first issue and it's not perfect of course it's my first yeah but but there was something quite cool about making that like already in the first issue i got to interview some of my heroes yeah so i got right. in touch with richard bertinet mm-hmm. in in uh, the uk in bath mm-hmm. And he's a French baker there, and he's been he he was the writer of the first bread making book I read. Oh. So I I was inspired by him too. So he was kind of the one who inspired you to begin yeah, bread exactly. making in the first place. Okay. Yeah. So I got got in touch with him, and he immediately accepted my invitation to be interviewed for mag- for the magazine. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that was in- inspiring, like seeing that there was this kind of interest 
They people, should... people took me seriously, although I had no experience in from yeah. the past. Okay. And so, yeah, the, it was the PDF. I put a, I put together a, a really simple website hmm. at first, just like Bread Magazine. <laughs> and here's the first issue. Yeah. Download it for free. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Join our mailing list. I think I, I, I created the mailing list already then, already then yeah. at, in MailChimp. Mm-hmm. So I started collecting this information about okay. the subscribers. Yeah. Although the f- first one was free, so they, they got it like, just yeah. like that. Was there a was there an option to download the the ebook or the like the magazine without subscribing? Actually, I don't remember anymore. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> could could have been, or it might be that it was. No, like, I think they. Like it was, I think they was. They were able to download it. Yeah, without. just like that. Okay, but I'm not sure anymore. It's. it's well, what would you recommend right now? Right now, I think I I would make it so that they have to mm-hmm. subscribe at okay. first. But it's it's like there's good to both options. Yeah, because you I get guess. a lot of fake emails if you do that. That's true, and also like, I think the good thing about like just putting it out there mm-hmm. openly. And having links back to your yeah. mailing list sign up forms mm. is that then people will it will reach more people that way. Mm. And I think that's also that's always the problem. Yeah. Like reaching people is more important than how to make money out of it. Mm. Because mm. that's always the, the problem. Even now, yeah, five years later, mm. we have a, a good number, still a quite small number of subscribers. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that there's much more people on the yeah. on the internet who, we, who would mm. be part of our tribe like who would, would yeah. like to read it yeah and so the, the reaching so, people is is more important so than how do you do that how do you reach people how do you find more bread makers yeah well that's that's something we're working on <laughs> so basically like there's there is um um the website and that's i guess i should go it's back. I'm, I'm thinking like because mm-hmm. now, yeah, we haven't talked about magnet platform yet, so I don't know. How to go there. <laughs> we can go there later. But anyway, like the, yeah, mm-hmm. the website mm-hmm. and is our first, the first thing, thing people see from us. Yeah. Uh, uh, currently, with bread, mm-hmm. uh, they find our website, and we try to keep it updated. Mm-hmm. This is something we are still working on, on but like to see have. Have people see interesting things about bread when they they find us, and they yeah. and also we want them, them to see our goal, our mission, and what we what we value in bread. So mm. the, the fact that we want to want to like um, make bread visible and appreciated again, mm-hmm. there's sort of this kind of global goal of bringing bread bread back to its yeah, rightful uh, place, like okay. because there's all all this kind of backlash or like this anti-bread mm. Mm. mentality. Which we yeah. don't we don't agree with, and yeah. we want to show that pe- people that bread is something valuable. Yeah. Also, in in terms of like um, the cultural meaning of, of bread and like mm. how mm. how it brings people together, as we talked yeah. talk about in, be- in the beginning. So that and then like how we we think bread making is something people should adopt and like start doing because it's good for them, yeah. and it will make them feel better and they, it will make them empowered, mm-hmm. and then amazing things that can happen. So when, when they see this message, and I think they should be inspired to find out more about us. Mm-hmm. And then what we do, we have this weekly newsletter 
So people can sign up, sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, it's it's on Mailchimp, and we keep keep sending like a new uh, curated email yeah. of interesting things we find in the world of bread making okay. once a week, so that people who are interested in bread they can get something valuable from us all the time, hmm. or like at least intervals that are uh, doable for us, but also like uh, not too long for them. So then they are in. We are in touch with them. We have an, we have an email list with like three three and a half thousand uh, subscribers. And then then once we have a new issue, hmm. then we can tell tell about it to them, sending them like okay. notifications about like okay Do now you, we have like new new articles coming up and new stuff. Do you use the same contents in the newsletter that you use in the magazine? Uh, no, at, at least not 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 currently. Okay. But the newsletter is about other people's content mostly, so right. we collect links and yeah, 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 and news and, and that kind of stuff. content. Yeah, okay. and for the magazine, we write long articles about what people profiles, baker baker profiles, and and that kind of things. And like also like we go deep into the science of hmm. how to do and like how to do bread and also like instructions sometimes, but more about the people, but also like the Okay. What the process? Yeah. Not, not very many recipes. Okay, so it's more more about the community. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we we want okay. to emphasize emphasize the people and and the connection. Well, that's interesting there. because I, I wouldn't have thought that the community is such a big part of the whole publication. I mean, I thought that it was more about like the actual process and all that. But maybe you have divided your content so that the magazine itself might be more about the the bread itself and then the newsletter is more about the community or is there a difference well actually currently i would say maybe it's the other way around like the, oh, really? the magazine is is about community about the people and maybe the okay. newsletter is so the newsletter really? we, we also post like links about to recipes and that kind of stuff and hmm. but it's the newsletter is quite new for us i have I've been doing okay. it for like a Three months, I think so. Yeah, even though you collected the emails like for a long time. Yeah, what well, we used to send like only occasional mm-hmm, posts, like, like reminders, of reminders of the magazine, and like whenever we publish something on the blog, yeah. posted a notification about that. But we had, didn't have this kind of weekly schedule there, so it was kind of like mm. we had the emails, but we didn't use them very, very. Okay, much. that wasn't systematic. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so. Now we're trying to use them like more, more, more efficiently, and like, also like, so so they remember, so they don't forget mm-hmm. about us, yeah, in, yeah. In between the issues, because we only publish four issues per year. Have you seen a change in the traffic of your website so far? Um, it's nothing huge. It's it's quite stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we started the newsletter, I think there was some kind of. Well, we got a lot of lots of feedback from people that they were really really happy that we are giving some giving something more wow okay. so maybe maybe people reply that okay this is so so nice that yeah like thank you for sending us more more content yeah and but i think the test will be hmm. in, in a week yeah. or so when uh, we actually release our next issue uh-huh. because then okay. we'll see like because my my sort of intuition or my hope mm-hmm. is that now that we have been activating the newsletter yeah so actually that they know about us and they have been mm. hearing from us yeah. all the time. More often. So then, then they will 
be more resi- more responsive or more more ready for mm. our yeah, marketing message when <laughs> right <laughs> when we not let them know about ma- the new issue yeah yeah because it's not all about marketing it's about giving them value like giving them good content in between and then and just reminding them that hey we have this issue out so you can order exactly yeah and actually even the magazine it's not if we let them know about magazine it's not marketing that it's it, well it's it is marketing but <laughs> even there we're saying that hey we have even more content content yeah. that we have been working on for a long time and yeah stuff we are really passionate about and yeah. stuff that we think you will want to read hmm. do you tell your readers um what you're going to be writing about or is it always a surprise well we have <clears throat> we have now settled on this kind of um structure where we have uh one feature theme per issue mm-hmm. yeah so for example in this upcoming issue we are talking about milling yeah so we we let in our previous issue we we told that the next one will be about milling okay okay so the new issue that comes next there'll be like a section in in the beginning about like this kind of recurring column mm. type of things mm. like a baker profile a story about traveling to find bread mm. to learn about bread and then there's this this feature which will be we'll have like focused articles on milling mm. and then there are also like some articles on the on the craft of baking like you have this interview about sourdough going really deep in the Hmm. science of main, maintaining sou- your sourdough starter so it, it's like a collection okay. but the the biggest part is the feature and that will always announce in advance okay okay yeah and uh, yeah this this time we're also experimenting with with taking taking more of our content online because okay. one of the things we have done before is that it's always a pdf download yeah and that i sort of like like the pdf many many people are scared of of how it can be uh distributed mm. for further yeah and afraid mm. that if you sell a pdf mm-hmm. <clears throat> one guy will buy it and then they will mm. give it to their friends and that's it yeah. i'm not afraid of that myself mm-hmm. my co-editor is, is a bit afraid of that but m- myself i <clears throat> i think it's, it's really important that, that the distribution is yeah it's what matters yeah i mean i mean if they share it then it's more distribution for you mm, and, and exactly. then and then you get more fans and then more readers yeah exactly that's what that's what i think happens and i'm really happy when i hear that someone is is let's say printing the magazine and, uh-huh. and showing it like to someone yeah yeah sure like I, there was anyway but um so now but one, what one issue with that and one, one problem with that is that when the when the content is inside a pdf mm-hmm. which is only available by buying it mm-hmm. google doesn't find it and it's not visible yeah. on the internet so we have a page for each each issue yeah where it lists their content like in this mm-hmm. issue there's an interview yeah, with uh, of contents yeah they, basically that and a short summary mm-hmm. yeah but it's like a few, one sentence per per article so mm-hmm. not really keyword keyword heavy or, or anything like that yeah so now we have been <clears throat> working on bringing the articles online at the same time with the publication. Yeah. So when when someone has subscribed to Bread Magazine, mm-hmm. they will sign. They can sign in on on the website, mm-hmm. and then they, they can read all the content also there. Yeah. So that that's actually really good for some situations. Like sometimes 
the PDF is not optimal for reading. Yeah. If you're reading on, reading on a mobile phone, for example, yeah. the PDF layout doesn't feel mm. quite right. Mm. It's it's hard to browse it and like yeah. you have to move the move the page around and you have to zoom in, zoom out. Yeah. yeah. So I think we'll we'll be doing a service to those readers by bringing the content also on the website mm. in this kind of web web like version. And we're bringing more photos, like you can fit like photo galleries and this kind of stuff. Okay. Also online. So is it going to be like more photos in the online version and less photos maybe in the magazine version? Well, it depends on article, but yeah, I think the website mm-hmm. web, web version can have more photos. Mm-hmm. Like in the upcoming issue, there's a story of how my co-editor François mm-hmm. visited um, visited um, a bakery, Elmore Mountain Bread, mm-hmm. in uh, the US, and. He took lots of photos there. Yeah. And well, when we lay out the PDF, yeah, you can't have you cannot have all of them there. <laughs> right. So you have to choose. Yeah. So the PDF one will be more, more, more well designed in a way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we pick the best photos and we lay lay them out nicely. Yeah. Using a template and so, but the website is, it's it's a web experience, so it's kind of like more simple. Yeah. A simpler experience, but then we can fit in like all the all the photos that they didn't fit in the right. PDF. And yeah, coming back what, to where I started is that mm-hmm. the one one big thing here is also uh, discoverability. Like like uh, these articles, while while subscribers can read them in full, mm-hmm. uh, they will also be available as this kind of uh, behind a paywall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you can see a preview. Each each article will be will be linked to from the magazine's page, and maybe we'll see if. If we need to create more cross links as well, hmm. but then, then they should be appearing on Google and search search engines in general, so that people will find find them when they hmm. when they search information about their favorite baker, for example, hmm. because some bakers are like rock stars; yeah. they have followers, and <laughs> that's cool. So then, then when they make a search like for for yeah, well, for a certain person, for, yeah. Yeah. Or or certain topic like let's say sourdough, mm-hmm. yeah, fermentation. Or in our next issues case, they can be searching for Ian Low mm-hmm. and sourdough fermentation, yeah. and they will find a, find this article that combines them both. Right. So they get this rockstar baker and his advice on sourdough yeah. making. Have you done any research on what people are searching for in the bread industry? <laughs> <laughs> well, looking at what what they search coming to our site. Yeah. There is a lot of. I think the most common uh, keyword at the moment is is bread is books on bread, or like best oh, really? be, best bread making books. So we have this. Okay, so they want books. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay. Maybe that goes along with the lifestyle of like the slow living and maybe like having the, the like taking your time to do something yourself and like out of the like I don't know electronic world. Yeah, it could be. It's interesting, actually, if you ask about that, because for me as well, like I have this bookshelf, I think, yeah. um, two meters or so mm-hmm. of, of bread making books. So yeah. I have a lot of lot of them myself, and I don't collect them for the information anymore. Because mm-hmm. mostly they have the same information <laughs> in all of them. Okay. But I like the stories. Like I have to, I like to see what these different bakers do, mm. and I guess that's also informing wh- why we focus on the people so much. Yeah. Yeah. Be, because we sort of believe that we are in ourselves 
yeah. an ex- example of what this kind of community of bread, bread people mm. want or are, are interested in. Mm. Of course, not everyone wants the same things as we do, but but yeah, we're we we, probably on the right track, I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like people seem to be buying more and more bread books, even though they have already. Mm. Yeah. It's not like you buy one book and then you yeah. you're done. It's kind of like looking mm. for more. Yeah, you always need more inspiration and more stories and. Mm. Yeah, and you never know. That could be a part of our business in the, mm. in the future. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, just came to my mind now. <laughs> yeah, writing books. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah. Like, there's always interesting ways to use the information and the connections to create something more for the community and something that they, the customers want. Yeah. And currently, the thing is the magazine, and I think that will be the core of what we do for mm. in the future yeah, okay. as well. And, there uh, might be a collection of maybe like bread magazine articles in a book format or something could be yeah and this actually also is related to one of the current trends in, in magazine publishing hmm. if you look at indie public indie magazines yeah uh, this kind of new new flow of indie magazines that has been coming lately in the past few years yeah. most of them almost all of them are in print so actually Not bread really. is a bit different that we, that we have a focus on on uh, the oh, digital the, world okay and we too have been sort of wait, waiting the options. We don't know if we also should have a print one, hmm. or if we should like go completely and, and like make the digital world our speciali- speciali- speciality. Mm-hmm. Kind of this kind of strong point there. But have uh, you asked your readers what do they prefer? We haven't done a survey, but mm-hmm. we have like occasionally received emails from people asking like mm-hmm. is this in print and like can we get it printed? Okay, okay, okay. And then there are the people who print it themselves. Hmm, so so there's a strong it. indication of <laughs> So like people it. like like hold something in their hands. And what you say about the books mm-hmm. as well, like that also yeah. sort of confirms okay. this idea. Yeah, I think so. And I think there's there is this kind of movement that people want to have the con they want to see something tangible mm-hmm. and feel it. But also at the same time they want to have it available them for them mm. in an yeah. easy way yeah i know i think that it's it's something like you want to like uh, i don't know display your identity in a way it, your bookshelf is a way of showing your identity to other people so yeah, that's a good point so i think that that's one of the reasons why people like actual tangible things that they can show it to other people that it's there when they come to visit them they can actually tell about it and look at this here's my like this poster or this book or something that is like yeah or a t-shirt <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i mean it's it's there so it's you can talk about it when when it's i don't know when it's in your domain somehow yeah i think that's true uh, and it's it's a part of like how how the community is so important hmm. in all of this like and I think it's it's not just bread magazine. It's it's all yeah. all kinds yeah. of publications, all kinds of that's right art forms, and like people are. I mean, it's, it has something to do with the digital world. We are so mm. so separated, and we want to belong to something. Mm. So there's kind of this feeling that when we when we buy something or some, when we join a group or or decide to follow someone, mm-hmm. we want to be a part of something bigger than our bigger than ourselves. Mm. And I think that's something magazines and publications and all writers and storytellers in storytellers can do 
so we can collect people together around mm. something that they are passionate about mm. to give ideas to um, to nurture this kind of like tribe and this kind of community. So so mm. when people like find about bread magazine, for example, yeah. they are interested in bread. They might mm. they might find themselves alone because yeah. they're it's still a really niche mm. uh, hobby or or, or uh, activity. Mm-hmm. It might be that in your hometown you don't know anyone else who bakes bread. Hmm. They might be there, but it might be hard to find them. Yeah. So are so there any bread meetups? There are actually some. Like, well, conferences have been growing, mm-hmm. and, and there's a, a big conference in the U.S. Needing Needing mm-hmm. conference. Okay. In Skowhegan, in Maine, every every year. Okay. And we'll be there as well. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 smaller clubs are are also being formed. And we, mm. we, we we did an interview or, or a feature some time ago on this kind of bread-making clubs. Mm. There's one in Stockholm where people just gather together to talk about bread and maybe maybe sometimes bake, bake together. Mm. We have been uh, setting up this something like something similar in Finland as well in Helsinki. Yeah, that we call the Helsinki Bread Club. Quite <laughs> simply, mm. yeah. a, a group of a handful of uh, bakers. Mm. It's uh, we, it's been quite quiet lately. We've been all all have been busy, but mm. it's a group of friends anyway, like who, who all have same 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 passion, yeah. and and also I think by by talking about this and by, by telling people about these kind of groups, Bread Magazine is also helping mm. create I, those. Okay, like people have people realize that it's it's possible to find someone to. So, so bake together with Anna. Okay, how do you enable people to come together around bread? I mean, through Bread Magazine. Well, I think uh, currently it's it's mostly about telling telling the stories. Mm-hmm. Like storytelling is is a powerful powerful way of um, inspiring people, planting mm-hmm. seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I just uh, was thinking about this, I actually heard heard from my friend Paul Lebo mm-hmm. yesterday. He had this. I, he told me that. Through bread magazine, I can be planting seeds for change, hmm. and and that's actually quite powerful. We can we yeah. can mm, we can uh, tell tell these stories like what, like in the next issue, like this story from the Elmore Mountain Bread, for example. Hmm. It's a story of this couple, yeah, who some years back started to bake bread in a small community, and then they find found that uh, fresh milk flour was really good they loved it okay and now they are making bread with their own meals that they created this guy guy andrew he's making meals and actually two years ago he, he started a company hmm. making meals and selling them to, oh, right. to uh bakeries around mm-hmm. the us and canada yeah and they make these kind of big big meals like for bakeries mm-hmm. but not huge like in the in the industrial side but like big big in our home baking mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to home baking but then mm. And like like when when someone reads a story like that, yeah. they can be inspired first to like bake bake bread, then they can be inspired to find out about their own the farmers who live nearby. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will get a meal, like a small one, mm-hmm. right. like a mock meal for example, or something like that. A smaller meal that they can bring to bring to their kitchen. Okay. And and then they can work there trying new grains and experimenting with that. <laughs> And who knows what comes out of that? It can grow to any kind of kinds of new new things, mm. and 
and I think it's really important that people see that they are not alone and mm. that there's exciting things going on. Mm. And we have ideas in the future. We might create forums. Yeah. I know a magnet platform can support that. Mm-hmm. And we can create um, all kinds of like options for like sharing your information, like sharing recipes or sharing ideas. Mm-hmm. I think that sort of the sky is the limit. Of course, yeah. there's a time. Time is also a limit. <laughs> but a lot, lot, lot can be done yeah. when we when we collect the tribe and get people together. Hmm. And I think the email list is important because then we can then we can let them know once we have something new. Hmm. We can say that okay, now we did this that, and it, I think you will love it and it will help you hmm. all get together. And I, I think there's a lot of this kind of sense of belonging hmm. and bringing people together. And then the magazine itself—that's that's kind of the, that's kind of the tangible proof for the values we have there. Like like through the magazine, it's what it's what takes this, glues it all together. Mm. So it's kind of something more. Yeah, well, it, it's a magazine, of course, but it's also like the the glue in the in the whole picture. Okay. And whatever the format is, we can we can have the print version, we have the online version, mm. we can have the PDF. And optimally, I think these all, all of these will work together so that they can have something special about each of them. Mm. The print one, one you can show to your friends, you can share that. Mm. Mm. Then maybe when you're traveling, you can have a version on your iPad or mm. some reading device and you can read it there, reading through. And then you can go to the website and comment mm. and you can talk to the other readers. Right. And maybe something inspiring will come out, come out of that as well. Like people react to what what we wrote about them, mm. and want to share their own experiences as well. And who knows what yeah. happens then? Mm, that's interesting. So, um, how often do you publish Bread Magazine, and and what is your publishing process like? Yeah, we have experimented with a few different uh, time frames and schedules. Mm-hmm. But currently, we have settled on on a quarterly uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. This year, we'll 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 be doing three, as we are tra- we are transitioning from doing only two last year. Yeah. So now we do three, and then next year, the plan is to do four and, and keep with that mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. Okay. Uh, the reason for that is that I think if we do two issues only, that will be too rare. Uh, that won't, that is not often enough people will forget forget about us mm-hmm. and it sort of makes makes us it puts a lot of pressure on each issue that they have to be really special yeah because they are so rare okay uh, we did six issues in 2013 mm-hmm. and that time it was quite good but that was that meant basically working on the magazine mm-hmm. all the time yeah okay it, it didn't leave much time for like growing the business or, or creating something new, new there mm. or planning the processes. Yeah, okay. And just kept grinding. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm also working on Magnet platform, yeah, it's not really possible. Although mm. now we have a team, so it's that's also helping. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't do I don't do it any alone anymore. So what's your team like? Yeah. So basically, at the moment there's there's me and François mm. François Thibault, mm-hmm. who is in in Montreal. Canada, mm-hmm. okay, and we're like the we, we call us call ourselves the co-editors, mm. but basically we do all kinds of stuff from planning 
the business and like growing mm. how we how we develop the business and what kind of things we want to feature in the magazine and mm. and François made these these t-shirts and <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> so I'm wearing shirt. I'm wearing a Braid magazine t-shirt <laughs> right now. Let's take a photo of that. Um, and then on top of that, like we have we have a nice group of not not a huge group, but a nice group of uh, p- people who are our contributors who are uh, as passionate about bread as we are and who mm. who also like to write and be, be a part of making bread magazine there's mm. mostly these people are, are writing but also there's I reason I when we started the newsletter I was doing it doing it myself but actually now now Tia Ingle from Australia has been has taken it over that's cool so so she's doing the newsletter Okay. With my help, but mostly mostly by herself and yeah, and I think she her role might grow in that mm. how it goes and and it's it's been really really good to have like more people yeah. part doing stuff so because then we can focus more on mm. on making better stuff and like making things even mm. Mm. and planning the processes and all that it it takes surprisingly a lot of time. Mm. We're still learning. There's all of this has been a learning experience and we're <laughs> no way no, nowhere near actually knowing what we're doing but <laughs> but we're learning but you're better at it than when you started <laughs> yeah absolutely I think so wh- how has it changed I mean the publishing process well from the beginning um, yeah for one it's been it's become much more I guess I, guess I could say professional in mm. a way that we really pay much more attention to how the articles are hmm. like um, and that has, has has created some also like growing pains because we have been hmm. growing the importance of editing mm-hmm. like I think when I look back to my first articles I, I find really mm, many many typos I'm embarrassed to mention oh, now okay, and, okay. and stuff like in one, one article I wrote like described like uh, say this bread has had the crusty crust <laughs> it's kind of like silly <laughs> and so on uh, but it always I, I think that when we noticed that something in an old old work was uh, worse than what we do now mm-hmm. it means that we have been learning and so we have we have like a we are doing a lot of editing to make sure that the articles are re- well written easy to read how do you plan the articles yeah, that's not, you have thing. the main topic and then you decide on the smaller topics. Yeah, that's also one thing that we have, have learned mm-hmm. to do better now, I think. Like at first, actually, I started with a similar approach. Mm-hmm. Like the first one was the art of bread, which was about just bread making in general. Mm-hmm. The second one was on flour. Mm-hmm. Then there was one on fermentation. Yeah. And then one, one, one on heat. So we, in the first four issues we covered, or I covered at the time mm-hmm. myself, the topics the main topics of bread making basically mm, okay but then it sort of from there it was hard to continue like where, where to go so it, it became just a more or less uh, ad hoc collection of mm. articles okay which was always of course related to the main topic but yeah. bread but it was kind of right. like some art some issues were a bit longer than others and others were mm. shorter and it depended on what kind of articles we found and so for a while you didn't have a like a, a common theme. Yeah. Okay. So only now, actually, in, from from last year, 
we have gone back to the idea of having having this kind of, kind okay. of more structured like editorial structure in the issue mm-hmm. so we always start with with an edit, editor's letter then we have these kind of recurring mm-hmm. things like a bread trail okay. article where we tell about traveling or is that in a, kind of like this so you have travel story formats of yeah it's in kind of article. like article formats okay and so now we've done we've taken that and so we and then there's the feature which is like mm. a bigger yeah, meat like of the interview issue. or something yeah interviews and 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 all kinds of articles related to that mm, okay theme. okay and then yeah that, that's a big big improvement or i think we learned to do better mm. also one one thing related to that is is we are much more um, clear about the length of the article mm-hmm. so now when, when now we try to get like the articles to fit the length we have decided on in advance rather than okay. rather than just writing as long as yeah. it takes and or, then laying it out yeah okay and and that's that's mostly because we might go into print at some point so we mm. have to learn these kind of things yeah, now limitations we, of the limitations of, because each page mm-hmm. would cost mm-hmm. money and, <laughs> and so on yeah and also we we started paying our custom uh, our contributors differently so we're paying by by the word now mm-hmm. instead yeah. of before we had only like this kind of same amount of money to everyone so how can people get to contribute to Bread Magazine? Well, they can go to our website and and submit a form mm-hmm. telling us about their own writing experience and what they have done before, and and also we like to hear about how they how uh, how they feel about bread because bread is the core, and we we would like to have writers who are good writers, but also really care about bread in the same way as we do. Hmm. And yeah, and basically they can suggest articles that they would like to write. Okay. But more important than that is is they that they are interested in writing for bread because we are trying to move more and more towards the direction where we we as the editors work together with the contributors hmm. in coming up with the ideas. Okay. So we want to guide what the issues are about. Yeah. Yeah. make them as interesting as well, possible. I think that it makes them easier to participate in the writing process if you have some sort of a clear goal in which they can either take part or maybe skip it this time yeah I think that will help help and uh, yeah and it, that's also one thing we're we're learning now how to work together with the writers and hmm. how to help make them feel that they were helping them rather than hmm. limiting them because editing yeah. is kind of like it can feel it can make you emotional when you, when someone is telling you that want to change this part in the mm. article and change mm. this and that okay so like it's so always it's always your work and someone is criti- criticizing mm-hmm. it okay so we want, want to learn to do that really well so we can actually um, work on it together so we people see that we're we appreciate their work and we want to help them mm. make it even better okay that kind of approach there okay that sounds good okay we're learning <laughs> <laughs> that's right um as you've told us you use magnet platform to publish bread magazine and you have also like written most of magnet platform yourself how do you use magnet platform to publish bread magazine yeah well first first of all magnet platform runs our website so the whole thing in magnet is it's a wordpress based solution so it's it's easy to use for most people like like François came in he was 
used mm. to used to uh, WordPress already, so just started using it naturally. And and yeah, my, so basically we run our website there. We have online content, blog blog posts, free articles for people to find us, mm. and then we get them to well join our mailing list through Magnet's features. There's like a mailing list sign up mm. functionality, so we we can try to have them on our list to get the newsletter. And also we sell sell the issues and the subs- subscriptions there. So each each issue we have 20, 20 of them now. The twenty first okay. is coming. Each issue has its own page mm-hmm. where you can see the cover. You can buy it. And once we have done the work, we will also have mm-hmm. have an option to a link to each article from that issue from the issue mm-hmm. issues page. So you can see the content also there. Um, buying one, buying an issue from there is really, really straightforward. You enter your credit card information, you use a PayPal mm. account, and then you get the download right away. And yeah, so it's an easy, easy, fast way to sell the issues. And I think the best part here is that we're because it's so connected. We also get the people on who buy our issues or, or a subscription. Mm. They will also join our. They will, they will be our our customers on our list. Yeah. So instead of like if we if we sell somewhere else, say we sell on on Apple's hmm. marketplace, they buy they could buy like a subscription there. Okay. But it's not clear that we even get their email address. Mm. Right. So they might give it to you or they might not, from what I understand. <laughs> okay. It's up to the buyer to decide. Okay. In our case of course they have they can decide that they don't want to be on our list. That's of course their choice. Mm-hmm. But we still know that okay this guy or this girl mm-hmm. bought this this magazine, and mm. and we can see if they download it or not, and we can and if they joined our list or if they are interested mm. in hearing from us, we can contact them again. Yeah. If someone buys one issue, we can later tell them that okay, how about buying the yeah. whole subscription? You get for twenty four bucks, you can buy all everything and for a year. And yeah. so I think this is kind of the thing that we can have the whole community of customers and the tribe there yeah makes it makes it really powerful and yes as i mentioned earlier we are now bringing the articles online mm-hmm. behind a paywall so mm-hmm. i think that will also be a big big part of what magnet will be do, doing for us mm. uh, that we can we can host the content also not only in the pdf but also on the website yeah making it easier for the customers to read and we can also post new articles in between issues. So the, mm. because the PDF format, we, we make that like four times a year. Mm-hmm. And there's still like a three month yeah. period in between. The tribe is hungry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you can, can feed them something, it can be a free article. Most likely mm-hmm. there will be free articles in between, but there might be something like that we only add, add it for the subscribers. Yeah. Let's say we do a, a big interview with one of our baking heroes, for example, mm. Mm. we can decide to make it available for everyone yeah. to have like uh, more people notice us, yeah. have a distribution, yeah. have have this kind of um, discoverability, mm-hmm. or we might want might want to reward the tribe and say that, okay, you are our most important um, customer. customers, followers, friends, mm-hmm. yeah. people who want to support us and be part in our mission mm. of making bread. The king of the table, <laughs> yeah, and then we want to so reward them and give them like something exclusive. Yeah, yeah okay. We, yeah, we so, don't know. So yet. you get more choice. 
this yeah. way. You can experiment more. Exactly. Okay. And we can we can choose that. Okay, we give this to our subscribers, or we give it to all of our customers who have ever bought something from us. Yeah. <clears throat> because we have all the information about the customers there, hmm. so they can. <clears throat> yeah, there are so many many option possibilities. Hmm. And even more in the future as we develop Magnet further. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, for me, it's, it's of course like a unique place because I'm developing Magnet at the same time as I'm working on Bread. Yeah, and you have so, other customers for Magnet platform too. Yeah, of course. So. Yeah, we have also, also we have to uh, be really careful that we take into account what the other customers are saying. Yeah. And we're learning from them. Like, mm. for example, this, this thing we are doing with the articles. Hmm. Now bringing them behind a bay wall. Yeah. One of our customers, Kameralehti, hmm. they have been doing this yeah. for a long time already. For a year. Yeah. For over a year. Actually, one and a half years. Yeah. It's a long time. And from what I see, it's it's working from them for them. Hmm. And so we we see that it's a good way to also learn learn from the customers and hmm. do something yeah. ourselves. And now we experiment. We'll see how it works for us. Mm. And what are the reactions from the customers? This is the first time we actually do it with a new issue. Mm. So we'll see what, what our customers think about that. But we like to think of it as like giving them something more. Yeah. So it's not like we're restricting access to something that used to be free. We're making mm. giving an option to like read something yeah. in a new way. Right. Something that you pay, have to pay for anyway. Yeah, and maybe so, even provide more content to your readers. Yeah. And yeah, we, we are learning, learning from our own experiments, from the customers using Magnet platform yeah. and, and putting all this information together and hmm. all these ideas and these needs together hmm. from what we hear from customers who buy, yeah. buy the magazine. All right. Um, let's go back to Bread magazine for a while. What can we expect to see in the next issue? Yeah, in the next issue, uh, the feature will be about milling. So we have articles about about this. Well, I mentioned Elmore Mountain Bread. That's a story about a bakery who also started making their own mills. Then we have an, an article about milling in, in uh, South Australia. Mm-hmm. There, that gives information about like what millers do and like what kind of things they have to consider there. And mm-hmm. Talking about grain and stuff. Okay. And also, uh, there's also an article about about a mill that was started in in Maine, the US, mm-hmm. and how that sort of brings back an economy, local economy that was lost as a grain production became became like a commodity and moved like to these big fields in the in Kansas or something like that. Oh, cool. So like how how, ba- how bakers and millers and farmers are coming together to hmm. to create new opportunities like like jobs and uh, mm. a connect connection to to their farmers and like, and also like um, trying new kinds of crops like bring back old traditional uh, varieties of wheat that used oh. to be lost wow. like instead of using like oh, instead of just making all the, all with the same kind of wheat there's um, mm. there's um you can use like something that was native to your own area mm. Like in, okay. in like in Sweden, there's this uh, Örlandsvete mm-hmm. uh, that that we also touch on in in in, in an interview with Bisham Sokrim, mm-hmm. a baker who travels around the world, and he's from Sweden, yeah. Sweden, and 
he told me about this Ölansvete and how it was just a few mm. grains were left. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And then this guy, I think his name was, was Hans Larsen. Wow. He found them in uh, yeah. the 80s mm-hmm. and started cultivating them and bringing it back to like life. And now it's a really popular kind of wheat that is grown mm. in, in the no- south, southern Sweden That's and really in Denmark. Cool. And <laughs> that kind of stuff is, is on, on the list. And, and then there's this article on Saudo mm. with Ian Lowe and... and and also like some of our recurring topics, like hmm. smaller articles on on bread and people hmm. people around bread and what people are doing, that okay. kind of stuff. We have a, a look into a home baker's day and what okay. they do like throughout the day and hmm. that kind of kind of things. Uh, it's it's gonna be an interesting issue, and, hmm. and then we'll continue with articles online. I'm hmm. planning on I'm planning on article on, on using nettles mm-hmm. and how to collect them, like foraging them from the from the forest yourself and hmm. that didn't make it to the issue. It was planning plan to be in this issue but hmm. but the weather in Finland has been <laughs> quite cold and the spring is late so we didn't have nettles yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. But this week I have been going to the forest myself like every hmm. every day to see if there are any. Okay. And this morning I saw Mm-hmm. A few. They are still small, so it, it will have to come after the issue. But I will do mm-hmm. the article, and there will be mm-hmm. interesting stuff there, like things to experiment with. All right. And so yeah, and and summer is a good time to be making bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with the uh, publishing of Bread Magazine, and we'll continue in the next episode of this magazine publishing podcast later <laughs> this year we don't we don't really have a schedule yet but maybe like by monthly i don't know <laughs> yeah it's exciting to see how this podcast develops and yeah, we'll see. this too is like something new we're trying yeah and just doing yeah in the same spirit as, as bread magazine actually like hmm. learn while doing yeah just start and then figure it out <laughs>